You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. from Final Beaver Studios, it's the Rome Podcast, Quarantine Edition, again and again and again and again. I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. And I'm Rob Cast. Cast, yeah. we're shaking, man. Not much. YouTube was just informing me that the Rome Podcast is now going live. Oh. <laughs> As we start. I'm like, thanks, YouTube. <laughs> it's good to know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just checking out our background you got there for today. Oh, oh yeah. Who's that, who's that anonymous person you have there? Well, our- we don't own the rights to his likeness. So or, or, or the word, you know, grandiose go Dallas. Yes, exactly. Um, of the game. So we're not, you know, even you know, because they even TV commercials, they don't, they don't even say the word grandiose chalice. The real word. <laughs> no, oh, they yes, get sued. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like so, but I, I'm sure as a making <sighs> any money on it, I'm sure we can talk about it. But yes, uh, of course. Um, first off, it's the day after. This is the Monday morning. We are the Monday morning quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. No, we're not. No. Tom Brady and the, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, and they beat KC pretty handily. Um, the, I don't Casey, like to use the term whooping. Well, it wasn't a raping of spectacular magnitude, but um, KC was just a juggernaut, and they didn't even let him score a touchdown. Like, yeah, they it really was, controlled everything about it. They really frustrated um, Holmes. Yep. You know, like they, they, like it was unreal. I, yep. I've, like it's, it was like a, it was like a young, young kid going like going into almost like a boxing match or, you know, playing pool. You know what I mean? It was kind of like the what's that movie called? The Color of Money. Yeah. Color With of money. Uh, Jackie Gleason and uh, or um, uh, 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 Paul Newman. Newman. Paul Newman and uh, and Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise, yeah. There was one involving Jackie Gleason. I think it's the same one. Or yeah, no, anyway. it's 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 the one before the Hustler or something. Or, uh, the Hustler. There you go. Anyways, it was like this young kid going like, "I know everything." No, don't get me wrong. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is actually a very down earth guy. Yep. You know, he's actually a very nice guy. But uh, yeah, uh, it was like yeah, you know, like he was kind of like ready to solidify his legacy as the youngest to go into. Yeah. And you know, and he knew it was going to be a tough game, but. I think by the end, he was just, it was one of those things where he, he wasn't just like, oh, damn, we lost. It was like, what the fuck happened? Well, and again, I'm not um, a Buccaneers fan, but I am a fan of football. And if you're in this, then you're a fan. And, and um, you're most a fan of watching history, you know, like watching greatness. And like him or not, I'm a Giants fan. I've cheered against Tom Brady in the Super Bowls. You know what I mean? So believe it's, it's but, um, to see somebody, regardless of the critics or whatever you want to say, to win six with one team, which is unbelievably dominant. Uh, the next quarterback uh, yeah, is Joe Montana and Terry Bradshaw. They both have four. Charles Haley, a player, he's a defensive end. He has five Super Bowl rings because he was a defensive end with uh, the Cowboys and Niners back. Remember when they were, we were in high school? Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's got seven rings. He's got one more. He's got more Super Bowls than any franchise. Like the Steelers have six. The Patriots have six. Um, Dallas has five Super Bowls. Like everybody else has less. Like 
him as a person now owns. And I, if only somebody, I mean, if only we knew he was going to do this before last night, if only somebody, if, you know, if you had information, <laughs> going. if I you know. had information where you would put a large sum of money on this game and, and, and actually, you know, just because we, everybody can come on these podcasts and talk a lot of shit, right? But true. how many people yesterday or Saturday during that, while I made my final decision, everybody knows I've been on the Super Bowl every year. Just to recap, four years ago, put 50 bucks on his online account. I bet that the Eagles would beat Tom Brady and the Patriots. I won. I didn't make a bet for the entire year. I kept that money. I rolled it over to the next Super Bowl. And then I bet that uh, who is next? Tom Brady and the Patriots would beat the Rams. And I got that right. And I let it roll for another year. Then I bet KC would beat the Niners. And I let it roll another year. Now came this year. I have the juggernaut KC. I just my choice. I had to choose between KC or the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are a team of, they are a free agent team full of all-stars. Dominic and Sue, um, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown, like all the, and Antonio Brown, you know, he's kind of a, he's, he's a blue, you know, he needs, he needs some reigning in, um, Gronk came touchdown. back. Yeah. Gronk came back. But so it's like all this talent, but if there's anybody on the planet, when you go to the Super Bowl that can tell all these egos and keep them all in check and say, just fucking listen to me. It's Tom Brady. And you're going to listen to him. So. I had, I think it was with all the bets. And again, I didn't take any money out. It's just been sitting there. Those 50 bucks was on now $342. Mm-hmm. Put it all on Tampa Bay and not, and not to, uh, and that was to win. That wasn't um, if they covered the spread. That was Tom Brady and Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win this Super Bowl. And then boom, now I got like 788 bucks in this <laughs> online account. My original investment was four years ago. So, uh, you know, it just, and again, if only, you know, people would, just so many people on Facebook predictions and this and that, like, okay, great. Yeah. Well, fucking, I, you know, my, I was smiling this morning. And again, I will never see this money because eventually I will be wrong. You know what I mean? Like, if so not, it's if not, like, you can retire handily. Well, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, if I'm never wrong, yeah. But another 10 years, it's going to, it's going to compound exponentially there. So, but there, there's, a few, there's a few things. A, I'm a fan of football. I'm not an expert. I'm a fan. I watch. I don't watch every game. We do the fantasy, as everybody knows. I love it. I'm a football ref here in Canada, completely different. I pay attention. But the Super Bowl is two teams that you get to watch all year long, and then you watch them go through the entire playoffs, and you get two weeks in between the time they win the conference championship and go to the Super Bowl. So you get all the prognostications. You get all the ins and outs. And then basically – it's a, it's a real educated guess, you know, and I thought, yeah, there was a huge chance. I would, I thought if, oh, if I'm betting my house, I would have bet KC would win for sure. But I thought, no, you know what? I think. Yeah. I, I was think, cheering, I was cheering for KC right. because of uh, the Canadian that was on the team last year. Yeah. Uh, Laurent Duvernay Tardif, who um, was the only medical doctor playing in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> uh, who who got qualified as a doctor last year? Played as a doctor. They, by the way, the the um, Casey refused to change his jersey. He requested that it would be it's a Laurent uh, Duvernay Tardif MD. 
Ah. And, and they, they refused to put that on the no, no, Yeah, yeah, I know. So, so anyways, but when COVID hit, he decided that healing people was more important than taking care of people. So he gave up his chance to play this season to take care of people who were dying. Yep. Right. And they honored him during the Super Bowl. He, he was part of the commercial. Uh, yep. And they're doing all that. And so I said, you know what? For him, I'm going to cheer for his team. And uh, so I didn't have a real stake in it. No, of course way, not. You no. Know? But uh, yeah, it was kind of like, you know, the Romans, you know, they had two Roman generals going at each other. <laughs> and they're like, well, who do we get on our side? We've got this young buck who's coming up here, tearing up the town. And you're like, um, yeah, uh, Maximus Aurelius something. Let's get that guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and they just went in and it's what it, it was, what happens is I know they say you never get into a fight with an idiot because they drag you down to their level and they beat you with experience. <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah. The, um, when it comes to these guys like Brady and all that. Yeah. You want those guys because they're going to pull you up to his level and then beat you with it, you know, and then, you know, bring his team up to his level no matter what the team is, and then yeah. just demolish you with experience. Well, that's just, I mean, like the same team with, even if you had like a better technical quarterback than Brady, I wouldn't have picked him. I mean, even if they had a, if they had like on paper, a better, like not, not, not statistic wise, obviously, but like on a better, a better, like say, uh, uh, you know, like, like a Peyton Manning will have more, like was a more technically better quarterback, you know, Dan Marino type thing. But you just, it just, you can't, I, I don't, and again, you can hate all you want, but it's just like, like, and again, I'm, I'm a Giants fan. I'm not a Bucks fan. I just, I can appreciate what I'm seeing though. Like, holy shit, like seven fucking Super Bowls. And so basically now, even if he doesn't win another Super Bowl, which you mean like, fuck, he's got seven. So, and he's 43. Even if he retires with seven Super Bowls, he's guaranteed a Hall of Fame, first oh. ballot. Like, there's no fucking question. Um, so he's going into Hall of Fame. When you go to the Hall of Fame, guess what they do? They give you a ring. That's <laughs> his Hall of Fame. So he will literally have eight. And if he'll have, if you don't count his thumbs, he got every fucking finger. Yeah, you know, and, and he can keep his thumbs yeah. till he can play PlayStation or something. The only, the only one he doesn't have a ring for, but yeah. he still earned, is the NFC Championship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the worst case scenario. And that's only because he won the Super Bowl, so they don't give you a ring for winning the championship and the NFC. You don't, yeah, you don't. You don't get a conference championship if you move go on to win a Super Bowl. You just get the Super Bowl ring. So yeah, that's and that's what I was saying. I think I mentioned that to my brother yesterday. I said, oh, and worst case scenario before the Super Bowl, I said, then Tom Brady gets an NFC Championship ring to add to his collection because he doesn't have one. Yes three AFC championship rings for the three times he lost the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He's got meaning. But anyway, um, congratulations uh, if you are a Bucks fan. And again, Tampa, what the hell? Tampa Bay Lightning wins the Stanley Cup. Um, Tampa Bay Rays go to the World Series. They win the AL. They didn't. They lost against the Dodgers. And then Tampa, did, Tampa Bay Buccaneers win the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay doesn't have a basketball team, so. Yeah, that's why they started. They want to call the city Champa Bay, and Champa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, uh, um, or Tampa Brady, or there's a whole bunch of other names. Well, Tampa team. Bay TB, Tom Brady TB. Like, there's yeah. a yeah, it's a. Um, still, like, if it's and if you're gonna have to play for a team, you know, playing down in Florida is not a bad deal. But I thought it was pretty hilarious when the. Um, uh, the commenters afterwards were kind of recapping. He's like, you got Tom Brady, right? Antonio Brown, 
you know, and he starts talking about all these players who've been in the league forever that really should have been, some of them should have been retired in mothballed yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. He's like, you got all these old guys. And he goes, on a team from Florida. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the retirement state. <laughs> he goes, let that sink in. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty funny. Well, yeah. And again, congrats to me. Uh, congrats, Casey. It was, it was a fantastic season. I know it stings now. I've, I've seen my team lose a Super Bowl and it's not awesome. And again, you can have a billion. Our, our buddy Steph has had it even worse than everybody. We way up Buffalo. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's the most four in a row. Yep. Now that also means they made it to the Super Bowl four years in a row. Yeah. But you know what I mean? They're still it. very impressive. The team was still really good. Oh they yeah. Just didn't work out for them on the last game. Yeah. And, and the thing is, even when you're there, you can like, I know the giants have won four Super Bowls and they, they can go back again and lose like, yeah, but what a great season it is in hindsight. But at the same time, when you're there, you don't, you don't know when you're going to see this happen again. I remember when the, when the Devils swept, uh, I'm a New Jersey Devils fan, and when the Devils, don't mind my Hartford Whalers hat right now, it's just a, <laughs> because, you know, it's the Whalers, why not, right? And they're not in existence anymore. So I'm a Devils fan, and I remember they swept Detroit in 95, and we were driving home from the bar and had a broom in my hand, and it was you and I were in the back of a pickup truck with our buddy driving, and... I'm waving around the broom and I'm hooting and hollering and you're like, enjoy it. This may never happen again. <laughs> so just whatever. Yeah. It, it, and it hasn't happened for Montreal since then, but, yeah. um, but enjoy it. But, but like your words were like, yeah, drink it all in because when's the next time your team's going to win one? You don't know. Yeah. Like I'll give you an example. Even it doesn't even have to be hockey. It's a lot of things like, uh, all right. As we know, as we know, I'm an actor. Right, I've worked on a whole bunch of different series. Right, so right. name name a series that you really liked, going back a few years, like X Files and uh, you know all these different TV series, whether they're uh, sitcoms or whatnot. The majority of the people who were leads in those TV series, let's say they lasted four or five years, yeah, then all of a sudden they disappear. They show up sporadically on different shows here and there, but they don't mm-hmm. get a lead role. You know, some of them, if they're lucky, they do. Yeah, some of them they disappear completely. They have that one series, you know, yeah. and uh, and and now all of a sudden you're like, oh, they they never they never got a lead series. No, because it it's it's rare enough to get one. There are people who who manage to do like one after another. It, those people do exist, but that's rarefied air, man. Well, so, well, uh, so it's like as an actor, even if you get a lead or a, like a, a co-lead or something in yeah. a series, it's like yeah, you better drink it in because it may never happen again. Well, that, that reminds me, I was at a Comic-Con, I think, about four years ago, four or five years ago, in Niagara Falls. And Lou Ferrigno and, and Henry, Henry Winkler were there. So you can line up and get an autograph. Lou Ferrigno asks ridiculous amount of money. Um, but you made, so I'm like, no, no, I'm, not, I'm fine. Like, but they were standing beside their tables, you know, the autograph alley there they have with these cons. Yeah. And Henry Winkler was sitting there talking with Lou Ferrigno. And I'm looking at them, and I'm like 10 feet away. I'm like... Holy fuck. 10-year-old Rob, if he saw the Hulk talking to the Fonz 10 feet in front of his face, he would have shit his pants. <laughs> like this is this is the most unbelievable thing I'm you know, I mean like like of course 10-year-old Rob would think this is just amazing because obviously at the time you remember the Fonz and the Hulk, like holy shit. Yeah, yeah. But and then it, ironically, Henny Winkler was supposed to be at a Hamilton Comic Con, I think, or yeah, one of the Southern Ontario Coms. And he canceled 
because he got on that show with uh, Bill Hader, Barry. Oh, Barry, right. He got on, and he won an Emmy. So, and now he's getting lots of work and he's getting lots of offers. So, yeah, he, like, I think he, he made his big, I don't want to say his big comeback, but he was stuck as the funds for a very long time. Yeah. And he worked, at, you know, with different things. But I think the thing that really helped him come out of it, I think possibly was the Scream movies. Yeah. And the Adam Sandler. Um, remember um, uh, Bobby Boucher? Yeah, 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 yeah he's exactly. a coach. Yeah. I think Scream might have been before that. I'm yeah. not sure, but it, it was like, oh, he's playing the principal, you know. Yeah, and, but he's also, but he was also playing like, oh, it's funny. Look at there's Henry Winkler. You mean so? It was like that's what I mean. But now he got the series Barry, and he was he was recognized by the industry, and he won an Emmy, right? So it's like all of a sudden he was oh, gonna go up to Canada and sign some more autographs for a few hundred bucks, and I was like, oh wait, no, I'm. Emmy, like, you know, yeah, yeah that's scared. why the Farino charges so much. It's because yeah. if you, depending on how much you charge and how famous you are, um, there's people that can make up to 10 grand a weekend. Oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's it actually does make good money for them. Well, that's it. I, I got you could, you know, anybody watching the live stream, you can see I got some autographs on my wall. I'm not an autograph person, but the reason why I'll spend the 20 bucks for the autograph is to get two minutes with the person and chat with them. Yeah, and I always thought, like, I was never affected by fame. I, yeah. cause I work, I work on stuff, but I, I start seeing that now, like Chris, uh, we can talk about the, one of the great Canadian actors who just passed away. Yep. Christopher, Christopher Blummer. Blummer. Sound yeah. of music. Uh, you know, like uh, Star Trek uh, six. Uh, yeah. Knives out. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, like he's uh, all kinds of great movies. They was in uh, the, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Like uh, you name it. He's the one. Somebody had to had to bring that gravitas. You know, roles, um, yeah. he was able to bring it, and uh, and so you know, as an as a as an actor, especially as a great Canadian actor, he'll be missed. But it's like I always wanted to work with him. My buddy Ty used to um, usher at the Stratford Festival. Yep. And Christopher Plummer used to perform there every almost every summer. Oh wow! Yeah, so he got to know him really well. So it's like, it's like, yeah, you you know, you do want to meet some people. At first, you're like, ah, oh, I don't want to talk to him because he's famous and I don't, I don't buy into fame, you know, like he's just a person. I'm going to work with him someday. But then when those people die, yeah, which are quite a few of them have passed away recently, you're just kind of like, oh, well, maybe I've been thinking about this all wrong. Maybe that yeah. moment, that, that thing that makes them them, maybe I should experience that, you know, and, well, and you know, for specific that, people. That's just it. Not, not a lot of autographs I get are from like, Star Wars, but they're usually under mass background players. So their autographs aren't expensive and you get to talk to them about the experience they had on set and all the other stuff. Right. Uh, one, the one I did go, for, um, Peter Mayhew, the guy that played Chewbacca. I yeah. met him. Um, William Shatner, he was in London, Ontario for a con and I was down there and I was like, Oh, I said, what are the autographs? And they're like, Oh, like 50 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'll get for, for a few minutes of his time. I'll even yeah. went up and, Mr. Shatner, welcome back to Canada. Welcome home because he's he he worked he did a lot of work in Stratford too. Yeah, that's where he, him and uh, Christopher Plummer knew each other, and that's how they ended up on Star Trek Six together because oh. they're going uh, playing against him. So, but anyway, yeah, we understand. Like, enjoy the moments, and again, to whether it's sports, acting, whatever, just realize where you are and enjoy it. Like, be, yeah, understand. Yeah, the like I was going through some of the series in my head, and it's just kind of like. You're like, okay, unless you're like, uh, um, I was going to say Michael Knight, Michael. David Hasselhoff, Has, yeah. you know, who, who you can kind of bank on certain series. It's just like, you're like, oh, yeah, I used to be a huge fan of that show. And 
that guy never he showed up on you know i mean different different yeah, yeah. specific shows it's like oh i love riptide it's like yeah joe uh not not joe pesci but joe uh forgot his name there his last name but he he showed up on a bunch of stuff because he was a tough guy but the other two guys yeah didn't show up anywhere and it's just kind of like oh so that's how it is it's just kind of like you get your shot you 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 become a leader or one of the main actors on a show and then after it's done yeah you know like it's just like you cannot you could work sporadically on different guest roles or whatever yeah. but you could go a long time and you know, or hey. never get that series again. Tina Yothers <laughs> from yeah. the Family Time. Dustin Diamond from Fave of the Bell. Anyway, uh, moving along. Even even uh, Mark Osler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like yeah, it, he's, it, it, it took him yeah. really changing his. He had to dye his hair dark, and and then what? Five? I would say ten years later, do a whole NYPD I, thing. I, I actually will say by the Bell trivia. He had, he dyed his hair blonde when he was in that. Yeah, show. But, yeah. But, but anyway, but you understand. Yeah, really I get what change you're people's perception because they yeah. always saw Zach Morris. Yeah. So he had to really, really work, and and he got on NYPD Blue, and it really changed the way people saw him, and that gave him a career to do stuff. Yeah. But Ricky so, Schroeder, not so much. Not so much. No, 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 no. <laughs> he still no, showed up no. on other stuff. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw yeah. my so What I'm saying is, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, especially if you're in something that doesn't last forever. It's like, enjoy it, whether it's your team winning a championship, you know, and for me, it's like getting on a series or whatever. Enjoy the moment. And they really mean that because, you know, in my, now that I'm getting closer to 50 and I look back and go, oh yeah, those experiences I thought that I would have all the time over and over and over and over that winning general who always wins. Eventually somebody looks at you and goes, no, you're too old for this. Yeah. Or, you know, I've had people say you're too fat for this. <laughs> and I've dealt with that, <laughs> you know? Okay, fine. You know, I'm sorry, sir. We can't fit you anymore. I've, 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 I've priced. You know, I don't want to say price myself, but I've waited myself out of certain stores. <laughs> right. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Right? Yeah, sure. But <laughs> you know, there's a, always a chance to get back right. in that situation if I take care of myself properly. But there's other situations where you're like, ah, this is great. We're gonna hang out. We do this. No, life changes. No, people you can't change. die at age. People move. <laughs> people die. And in that whole situation where you're in before, you're like, oh. It was just last summer. We we're all hanging out. I had this many people and this many that I could call. All those people are dissipated now. Yep. Well, some in Vancouver, some are LA, some uh, have stopped acting, some are doing different things. It's just like that that dy- dynamic disappears. So if you find yourself in a great dynamic, fucking enjoy it. Because it doesn't, there's no guarantee that it's going to repeat itself. <laughs> Jamie Mocker's chiming in. Get out of here. You don't look a day over 35. Jamie, I'm 47 years old, as is my co-host. <laughs> so, yeah, but I, see, I yes, I know. I'm, I'm like that commercial for um, Skip the Dishes there with John Hamm. I know I play 35 to 42. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I well, what happens is is that especially if you're heavy, it pushes out all the wrinkles, fills them all out, and you look very youthful. It fills them out, drags them out. <laughs> all right, uh, real quick, um, let's get on to something else here. What's up? You brought this to my attention just a Yeah, so uh, there's, there's going to be a change in the agreement that WhatsApp will force the users to agree that they now have to share all their private information from WhatsApp. Okay, so so real real quick, explain what's, what is WhatsApp. Okay, WhatsApp is a private messaging app. It has uh, um, military-level uh, encryption. 
so that people can't spy on on your chats. Nobody can hack in. Right. The government can't look at this stuff. We're like, hey, great. We can message each other and everything will be fine. We we actually use that for the show. It's yeah. our main way of I use it for people at work. We use it. A, a lot of people use uh, different chat rooms. But your personal information and all your contacts on your phone were all kept private from yeah. Facebook. Well, now Mark Zuckerberg needing more streams of of um, of revenue yeah, has yeah. decided, oh, well, you know what? We're going to change the terms of agreement and we're going to take all your data from your phone you have to, and you have to agree to it if you want to continue to use WhatsApp. Yeah, and then we're going to take that data, manipulate it, and then sell it back to sell it to big companies. Yes, and uh, we're going to make a shit ton of money off of you for for nothing. So a lot of people are ditching WhatsApp. They're they're pretty upset, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of them are. Uh, and Elon Musk actually tweeted uh, that uh, that was pretty disgusting, and that oh, yeah? we, should yeah. all get to, we should all get off WhatsApp and go on to this. Two apps he mentioned. One of them was Signal, right? Uh, because they guarantee that they do not sell or, or breach your information, right? And there was another one. I forgot the second one. So, so which one are we, are, work? are we moving? The show? Yeah. Our? Because we don't want anybody tapping into our tasty nudes. That's, That's the key. That we don't want that with with out in the public. Yeah, uh, the guys at work are trying to get us to move over to Signal. Uh, I've, I've downloaded it. it. It seems okay. I'm sure I'll, I'll get used to it. But uh, for now, I don't know. I just, uh, it, but everybody gets very upset. When, <laughs> like, oh, they're, they're, they're going to sell our information. <laughs> they have it. They've had it for years. Yeah, exactly. They know what you're serving. Your new, your new contact from your aunt Bertha is not going to make that much of a difference. That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, here we go. Uh, you want to guess one unsolicited advice? Sure. Unsolicited advice. Unsolicited advice. Okay. Again, I read these verbatim. Don't blame the grammar on the, on the, on the, the narrator. And this is kind of going to touch on something we've uh, touched on last week. So uh, let's, uh, I'll read it and you'll, you'll talk about. My best friend is an anti-vaxxer. I am very firmly pro-vaccines and do not believe that there are any conspiracies related to them. She has the opportunity to get the COVID vaccine, but is refusing as instructed her husband, who is also in the healthcare in brackets, to refuse. On top of that, she does risky, in my opinion, things like host people from out of town, two people from Florida over the past three months, uh, and go to big get-togethers. Normally, I would stay out of it, but my daughter, who is six, is crying today that she can't get a vaccine. And I said, do grown-ups want me? And she said, do grown-ups want me to die? Okay, that's a little. Um, and I feel angry that people aren't doing everything they can to stop the virus from spreading. I have seen my best friend. I haven't seen, have not seen my best friend in over a year. She respects that I'm worried about COVID. So we chat on the phone, text each, uh, each other, and do regular video chats. I am just beginning to feel um, agreeing to disagree isn't enough, and I'm going to blow up. So... She got a friend, anti-vaxxer. She's, I mean, like the thing about her kid was a little weird, but that's, we'll let that slide. Um, how do we, we both, we're both pro-vax. Yeah. I, I made the point last week, I think, you mean, like I tend to talk to people, talk to doctors, you mean the doctors you trust, you mean, if you're willing to let your doctor put his finger in your ass or her finger in your ass, 
listen about their uh, their expertise. They have they have PhDs and a lot of paper on their wall. Just because they go to school for eight years for immunology doesn't mean they have more knowledge about this than I do. Yes, and exactly. it fucking does. Yeah, exactly. Like I said last week, I said, um, what do I have on my wall? Oh, I got an autograph photo of Chewbacca. So don't fucking listen. Why would I have... Do you? It's okay to be. It, that's what this thing is. It's okay as people to feel frightened. I'm not saying like blindly go anything. Read, but read the medical stuff if you no, want. But uh, the end. Uh, but then, how you if if you're reading who what publishes you're, the medical stuff? Right, it's the <sighs> same doctors. Right, that's the same fucking circular logic they always pull. Look here. I'm gonna give you a plot of land. Right. And I'm going to give you all the material you need. It's right there. I want you to build your fucking house. Okay. Yeah. I want to tell you how to build it. Right. Cause you know, you know more than anybody. You don't need yeah. a contractor. No. You don't need to figure out uh, your, uh, your plumb line, your footing, your cement, your foundation. Just, oh, your you're not, you're, you're, you're talking in general. Cause I just built my own house. No, no. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're, you're working in industry, Rob. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. No, I mean, I'm talking in general about people yeah. who are anti-vaxxers who know more than the fucking doctors. Yes. Go ahead. I want you to build a stable and secure family home. And then we're going to let a hurricane come by and see how you hold up. You know what? Your little fucking shanty, because that's what it's going to be at the end. It's going to be a lean-to, right? Yep. It's going to be two two-by-fours and a piece of plywood because you're a fucking idiot and you don't know how to build a house. You're going to look and go, well, there's no way we could have prevented it. Yes, there was. You could have hired a fucking contractor who spent yep. years fucking doing this work. So if I have to hear one more fucking anti-vaxxer, tell me, there's microchips in the fucking No, you don't. And the reason you don't walk with crippled fucking feet and hands and all that is because you got a polio vaccine when you were fucking younger. Yeah, all right? exactly. There yeah. Was, we've all kinds of, we've had tons of fucking polio. I got, if you're born before 1979 or whatever it was, you got a giant fucking mark on your elbow from the fucking multiple vaccines that they yeah, gave yeah, yeah. once, right? Yeah. Nobody fucking died from that shit. Some people may have had a reaction, very yeah, small, yeah, yeah. small reaction. That happens to everybody. That's because if you give me a, an egg for breakfast, I'll be like, hey, eggs are great. But if you give it to somebody who's allergic, oh. Oh, I fart react. my brains out. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the old vaccines, uh, they had the egg in it or it was egg protein right. that they had to remove for some people. Yeah. Right. But well, now they're saying that it's like a powdered form of microchips uh, that gets in your bloodstream and 5G acts of it. They, the proof that they provided, they're like, here's the proof of the microchips. And they, they looked at it and they went, this is a fucking schematic for a television. It literally says Samsung on it. Yeah, yeah. Like Samsung TVs. Like, like, they're like, this is a transistor. They said, it would be this big. Yeah, it would be like a like foot big. Yeah, like a foot yeah so yeah, I'm yeah. all these fucking dummies. So uh, this lady, she's like, oh, well, uh, you know, Mike, uh, she, well, what was her point? Is that she can't see her friends anymore or? Well, no, this one here, she's worried because her friend is an anti-vaxxer. And then, you know, they're texting. It'd be, it'd be like if, you know, our friend group, we got message groups. We're going to have to change from WhatsApp. But we, if one of them was an anti-vaxxer, we'd be like, oh, okay. You basically nod your head and you're like, okay, sure. Agree to disagree. Like, but it's starting to be like, holy fuck. Like, yeah, like I had an argument last night. Well, not even an argument, just a discussion with a buddy of mine I play video games with online. Right. And he's a guy who buys into all the QAnon stuff. Like every time he's like, no, I don't buy into conspiracy theories. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you really do about everything. Yeah. You know, if I have to, in one more conversation where it leads into Bill Clinton, I have to fucking shoot myself. Uh, yeah. Well, everything thing, leads back to Bill Clinton. The but, thing is too, and, and then people, and it's so cut and dry. And it's like, like, you know, the same thing when I said, I think I mentioned before where it was like, oh, we should um, uh, look into different sources of energy other than fossil fuels and everything else. Oh, well, you know, like fossil fuels, you know, good luck getting to work tomorrow. It's like, no, 
over the next 50 to 100 years, we should try to yeah, car manufacturers have fucking now c committed to switching to electric exactly, vehicles by exactly, 2035. Over time, I'm not saying tomorrow. I'm like I'm saying, let's wean ourselves off the fossil fuel teach. Now, when it comes to anti-vaxxers, there's a lot of them. It's like uh, you see the meme. So uh, I don't understand a vaccine that um, if I get, if I have the vaccine and you don't have it, I still got to wear a mask to protect. And it's like, well, does the vaccine even work? I'm like, no, the, the virus can actually live. You could, if I had the vaccine, the virus can actually live in my nice, moist nasal. Yeah. You know I mean, like, that's where, that's where you're getting tested all the time. So it can live on in, say, my, my yeah, nasal we, can, we become carriers. You become, you become a carrier. And yeah, we might, the virus might not be able to get us because we've been vaccinated. But if I go to your place and you're not vaccinated, I may give it to you. That's, that's why what you killed a lot of the natives. Yeah, exactly. That's why you wear the fucking mask. Like, Anyway, I'm just, it's, it's, I'm not, again, I'm not a doctor, but, and, and you should not be getting your COVID information from the Roman podcast. If you do, yeah, please. From be, a guy dressed like the loyal order of the fucking Buffalo. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't take, don't take orders from an idiot who fucking paints his face and thinks he's at an NFL game. Yes. Right. So, so basically what we're saying is talk to your doctor. You mean, um, talk to, and if you don't have doctors doc don't know all the whole story and they just want to push it so they can make money. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The rest of the world has socialized medicine. Yeah. Uh, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. More money than anywhere else. So yeah. fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like, yeah, that's why we have non-for-profit healthcare here. That's it's, what you like. The way it's going to work is that mm. there's going to just be enough people who take the vaccine that eventually, um, even those who decide not to take it, as long as they're as long as they're not too yeah. much of a percentage of the population, eventually that virus will will eventually die out because it won't have in, enough hosts. Yeah, and also too, like in, I know in, in Ontario, Canada, where we are, we're gonna the restrictions are gonna be starting to be lifted a little bit on Wednesday, and people are like, how do they know on Wednesday it'll be less carrying? Like, no, they're just trying to fucking not pressure, put like like flood our healthcare system. You mean like they're they're trying to like I know it's not fair, and I know it's there's a lot yeah. of issues with it. I don't agree with all of it, but like just. But it's working. We were at 4,000 yeah. cases a couple weeks ago. Yeah. We're down to 1,200. Yeah. Right? It's working. So, so there you go. Get uh, fucking vaccinated. It's a, it's a, yeah. When it's your turn, get it. <laughs> like, uh, especially the people from that I, that I speak to or that who've uh, made TikTok videos about being in the army. Yeah. Like when they found out they were going to Afghanistan or they're going to Iraq. They got pulled into rooms and they got vaccinated with like a million things. They're like, he goes, I got like two dozen vaccines. Yeah. For all these things, he's like, what the hell is this for? They're like, oh, shut up. He goes, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and then my buddy was like, well, you don't know. It can have long-term effects. So good fucking driving. So good. Uh, you'll find out that the filter in your car, that the, the material they use in the filter uh, is like asbestos. We see, years exactly, and we've seen it. There it is. Lead paint, asbestos. There's lots of stuff we haven't Stuff you changed. won't know until you fucking, until like 60 years later. I was like, oh, if I only know. Nobody knew. So yeah. don't start giving me the shoes like, well, you don't know what the long-term effects are. Yeah, stay on top of your health. I know what the long-term effects are of getting a disease and killing yourself or maybe your 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 parents or grandparents. <laughs> yeah. And Not very long-term. Yeah, or you're, or even some, worse, somebody younger. Yeah, And then exactly. you're just going to sit there and go, well, nothing could be done. No, no, everything could have been done. Yeah, or, or even just think if you're being a greedy bitch, just think if you actually catch it and you have to be quarantined for 14 days and you can't work for 14 days or you can't run your shop or you can't run, like, you can't, like, if you just think, if you're thinking of financial ways, terms, then just think about them. 
the, the, who gives a shit about anybody else? Worry about your wallet. You don't want COVID. Anyway, yeah. we got to get out of here. We're we're getting on. We got to get off our soapbox here. <laughs> yes. So again, Tampa Bay, congrats. Awesome. You know what I mean, Tom Brady, holy fuck, seven Super Bowls. I can't believe it. Uh, and, and congrats to me for putting my money where my mouth is. So uh, real quick, where to get the show? Roman Podcast at Roman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, at the Roman LeBeau on Twitter and Instagram, at Robert M.M. Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Those are our socials. The Tangible Network, EMC Podcast Network, and we're also endorsed by Motion 14. Google all three of those places for awesome podcast content. RomanPodcast.com for all your Roman Podcast merch. And Tasty Nudes, send them to Roman, RomanPodcast at gmail.com. Tasteful Nudes, send them to me, Care Rob, RomanPodcast at gmail.com. Last but not least, the review reach around. If you want to give Roman or Rob a review reach around, go to Apple Podcasts, give us a star rating or review, and we call it the review reach around. That's right. That's a five star with seven rings reach around. <laughs> so until next week, I'm Rob Cast. And I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. And we'll see you next time. Later. Hi, this is Mark. Congratulations. You have found this amazingly awesome show. Chances are you're listening to it right now on whether it's iTunes or Stitcher Radio or some other mobile app that allows you to stream this amazingly awesome show to your ear holes. And I can't stress how awesomely amazing the show really is. But did you know that you can also catch the latest episode of this show on the Tangibound Network? That's right. Go check out tangiboundnetwork.com. You can look them up and you can listen to it right there. It's even mobile friendly. What more could you ask for? Which means you can pull it up on your iPhone or your Android, even your Windows phone. Yeah, who has one of those? But still, point remains, you can do it. You can do it. Check it out. Tangiboundnetwork.com. Listen to this show, the latest episode, every time.